Hello, hello. You're listening to Power Banking, the podcast for women who work in male-dominated industries. And I am your host, best-selling author and founder of Zero Gap, Jacqueline Twilly. Let's dig into today's episode. Embracing those things that really set you apart and make you stand out. Those are the things that will keep people talking about you positively when you are not in the room. So today's episode, we're digging into embracing those things that make you unique in the workplace and really taking advantage of those things to help propel you to reach the levels that you want to achieve in your career. So as I was preparing for today's episode, it got a little funny because I recall that when I was in college, an undergraduate student, I joined a sorority and the sorority that I joined, they give you nicknames and it's called a line name. So each person who comes in and that sorority class, they have a line name. My name was Unique Elegance. So everyone when I my line sister it was two of us in the class that we joined her line name was uh perfect eloquence and they were like what who has these names but that just lets you know that we were some oddballs and then we had a composite name meaning our group name for um that class that came through the sorority and that class name was golden divine and divine was an acronym for daughters inspiring virtuosity and never ending excellence so i'm going to post a picture of my line jacket the jacket that has my line name on it unique elegance with my composite name at the bottom and i think it's kind of funny it just made me think about that as i was preparing for today's episode so let's hop right into it i have a couple of things to share with you on this topic earlier this week i shared a video on linkedin And y'all, it got a lot of comments. Someone was really fired up about it. And I did not mean to cause any controversy. And I most certainly didn't think that the topic was going to rub anyone the wrong way. So it's a really short video, about 45 seconds long. And the message in short says, embrace those things that make you unique. Because those things that make you unique don't shrink away from them. They can actually be a strength so if you follow me on LinkedIn go over there see the comments so you can see the video for yourself but I just wanted to give you a little context for today's episode so why did I say that well the first thing is I want each of us to know that there are things that can make us stand out from the crowd and oftentimes our natural inclination is to fit in with the crowd so when we stand out It's often like the spotlight is on us and it puts a lot of pressure on us. The thing is, don't run from that because if you aspire to reach a certain level in your career, you need to network. You need people to know your name. So those things that make you stand out a little bit, you can use them to your advantage. So when you're embracing those things that make you unique, you first have to understand what are those skills or characteristics that you have that really set you apart from everyone else. Of course, this podcast is for women who work in male-dominated industries. And oftentimes, when you're the only woman on a team or in a department 
are at the table, you're going to have a different perspective because you're viewing it as a woman. That doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make the men bad. But what it does is it gives you a unique perspective. Having that unique perspective, what you are able to do then is you can see things differently. Let me give you a short story and I don't have all of the details on this it's been a minute since I've read the article but artificial intelligence in the first version of the spatial scanning recognition it didn't recognize black men and Hispanic men and that's because the facial recognition didn't pick up the pigments in the skin so it wasn't reading these men's faces ultimately the team who designed that original facial recognition software and I don't remember which company this was so I do apologize for that but the whole team was white men and so because the team uh, they just it wasn't like they were doing it maliciously they just designed to what they knew. So just imagine if there was a person of color on that team or a woman on that team who could have tested it out before it went out to a wider audience or even said, you know, the way we're coding this is for these characteristics. And actually there are people with different pigments of skin and melanin, etc. And so they would have been able to pick up on that. The reason why I'm sharing that story with you is because each of us have something unique about us that makes us look at the world a little bit differently and we can take those things that make us look at the world differently and enhance our workplace to be more efficient in the work that we do so uncover those skills and characteristics that make you unique for example you could be someone who is a problem solver. So you're going to look at ways to break the system so that you can solve that problem. Maybe you're a disruptor. Maybe you are a strategic thinker and you think long term. Or on the opposite of that, you can be a short term thinker. So you're looking at the nitty gritty of the moment. There are no right or wrong ways to uh, say, you know, my unique skill is not as valuable as someone else's. It is definitely valuable. It's just the way that you embrace it. So my natural tendency previously had been to shrink instead of embrace those things that made me stand out. Because quite honestly, I don't want to be point pointed out as the person who oh that person's a little bit weird or Jacqueline does this a little bit differently but whenever I am my most authentic self when I embrace those things that make me a little quirky it always turns out in my favor because people remember me for who I am so four tips about embracing what makes you unique one speak about yourself the way you want others to speak about you One of my favorite authors is Carla Harris, and in her book, Strategize to Win, she gives an example of how when she was a newbie on Wall Street, she would oftentimes, people would say, oh, you're too nice or you're too this. Well, Carla is now one of the top women on Wall Street, which is a rarity. And on top of that, she's a black woman. So she kind of stands out like a sore thumb in an industry that's dominated by white males. So Carla started speaking about herself in the hallway and in meetings saying, well, you know, I'm tough and you know, I'm strategic. And after a couple of weeks, people started to say the same thing. Well, 
Carla's tough and Carla's strategic and she was able to be assigned different work because of those skill set of skill set of being tough and strategic. So if you haven't read that book, head over to Amazon, pick it up. It's Carla Harris. The book is called Strategize to Win. And what I'll do is I'll drop a link to her book in the Power Banking Facebook group for you all. The next tip, dress for the position you want, not the position you have. And you might be saying, okay, Jacqueline, what does that have to do with me embracing what makes me unique? Y'all, our appearance carries a lot of weight people can size us up in four seconds just like we can size somebody up in four seconds and you make an assumption about them so just as Carla spoke about herself the way she wanted others to speak about them dress for the part that you want embrace what makes you unique but also make sure you're managing your appearance the things that you can control so early in my career when I was working in staffing and recruiting One guy that I had to talk to, he said, man, I love this job. I can come in when I want. Nobody trips about how long our lunch breaks are. And, you know, I can wear relaxed clothes. Well, later that day, I talked to that manager and his manager was like, man, this guy comes in late. He takes really long lunches and he's always wearing flip flops. And I was in a very uncomfortable position as the account manager. I'm like, oh, my goodness this employee thinks he's killing it. He loves his job. This manager is almost at his wit's end and he wants to fire the guy. Ultimately, it was a mismatch in communication. So when I talked to the guy and I told him about his flip-flops, he said, well, I don't understand why I can't wear flip-flops. No one, no customers see me, only my colleagues. And it let it was a signal to the manager that this employee didn't take himself seriously. And also, fast forward, uh, the guy did change his, his shoes. He started wearing regular shoes to work. He took normal lunch breaks. And in addition to that, he started to uh, be more mindful about what time he came to work. He messaged me a few years later on LinkedIn and he said, hey, thanks so much. Ever since that conversation, I really took pride in, you know, my appearance at work. And he was like, ultimately, at another job, I was offered a promotion. And in part, it was because people noticed me because I was a sharp dresser. And they knew that I was someone who was technical enough to know the nitty gritty of the business. But I was also polished enough to be able to speak in front of clients. So that just goes to show you that you might not need to dress up for the position that you're in, but you never know how people are looking at you for the position that you want to grow into. Number three, diversity and thoughts helps the company to stay relevant. So it doesn't matter if you work for a for-profit, a non-profit, or a government agency. Make sure that you are embracing your thoughts that are different because ultimately for any organization to survive and to thrive, they need to be competitive. And if your competitors are imploring diversity of thought, you should be too. So don't be afraid to speak up when everybody else has a different idea or everyone else is agreeing on one thing. If you have a thought that is different, put it on the table, all right? And let your organization decide how they want to take that and if they will move forward with that thought. And lastly... You have to find the environment that is right for you. So 
Eric Thomas, who is an author, he's a speaker. He says, go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. If you've been at a job for four years, for five years, and you've consistently showed up and you have presented ideas and it might have been a little bit different and you've contributed in ways that you know are meaningful, but it's not appreciated, it might be time for you to go somewhere else. Now, y'all, let me preface this by saying, if you just started a job two months ago or you are a fresh newbie in your career, Don't be so quick to leave because you have to build up that trust with the team for people to be able to appreciate your diversity of thought and your uniqueness. So I'm going to go back and say, if you've been at a company for, you know, four years, maybe three years, three, four, five years plus, and your diversity of thought isn't appreciated, then maybe it's time for you to look for an environment that will appreciate that skill set. But while you're new, You know, you got to pay your dues. You have to build up that trust before you can contribute to that level. So embrace what makes you unique. Press for it confidently. Don't shrink back in fear when you have something to say or contribute that is a little bit different. Because those things can be the next big thing to help your organization to move to the next level. And also, it can help you reach the next level in your career. If you have any questions, make sure you drop your questions in the Power Banking Facebook group. Also, if you have not left a rating or a review in the podcast store, I would truly, truly appreciate that. So I'm going to start reading some of the reviews next week. I just appreciate you all taking the time to do that. Until next time, continue to emulate excellence and eliminate excuses.